This is the news on Radio 1 Tereo Iderangi Kotahi for the Ruataco Ma Ono or Takurua. Ko Quentin Tiene. Sounds Air has signalled their intention to purchase an electric aircraft to service their Wellington to Picton route as a part of their company's sustainability initiative. The Hart Aerospace ES-19 aircraft is expected to have a range of approximately 400 kilometres and will be able to carry 19 passengers. In an interview with Radio 1, Board Chairman and Director for Sounds Air Ryan Wardman said moving towards zero-carbon air travel was a no-brainer for a regional airline such as Sounds Air. And, uh, and as we delved into it, we, you know, we, we very quickly realised that the early adopters of of this next generation of, of aircraft with you know the, the zero emission or the battery electric or hydrogen hydrogen fuel cell powertrains. Um, the, the early adopters of this this technology will be the small regional operators such as ourselves. Um, and for us it was a very it was a very simple you know proposition that you know if it, if it's going to be airlines such as ourselves, why shouldn't it be ourselves? Woodman told Radio 1 that the airline had also looked at other aircraft using other zero-carbon initiatives, such as hydrogen-based fuel cells or hybrid technologies, before settling on the electric ES-19. Um, so we assessed uh, five different uh, um, aircraft that are in development. Uh, two of those were battery electric, um, and you've touched on the one of them, the, the hard aerospace ES-19. Um, two of them were hybrid um, electric, so they're using uh, you know combustion engine coupled with battery, uh, and one of them was a hydrogen fuel cell. Um, one of the benefits of small electric aircraft like the ES-19 is that they would enable more direct point-to-point flying, as opposed to the current hub-based models most airlines operate under. This would also enable expansion into new airports in the future if the technology proves worthwhile. This evolution of, of aviation, this, this adoption of this technology, is that it, it makes uh, regional, uh, regional transport that much more accessible. What is anticipated with, uh, with this uh, um, decarbonisation and the, the lowering of the operating uh, costs of, of flight is that there will be more spoke-to-spoke forms of transport. Um, and, and therefore the, the regional connectivity should actually improve. Electric aircraft would require significant investments from airports as well, requiring charging facilities to be installed at all airports and alternative airports serviced by the aircraft. According to Wardman, all airports approached by Sounds Air thus far have been on board with the initiative. And so indeed, you know, with, with the, the airports that we've been talking to, which include Wellington, uh, Blenheim, Nelson, uh, Christchurch, Queenstown, uh, they are all uh, enthusiastic. They all recognise that this is the, the, the evolution of, of flight and they, and, they want to, and they want to embrace it and be, and be early and an enabler of, of this. Woodman acknowledged that although the propulsion systems of the aircraft are cheaper, the significant infrastructure costs means that it can't be certain that these electric aircraft will result in lower airfares. And whilst the, 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 the propulsion systems are, that are being anticipated are far simpler than what currently exists, and therefore the, the maintenance and the acquisition of new motors is going to be far less, and therefore should translate to cheap affairs, we still have the non-recurring infra- infrastructural costs that still need to be established, and they are considerable.
the ES-19 is set to enter commercial flight operations in 2026. Alongside SoundsAir, major carriers such as United Airlines and the United States have also expressed interest in the ES-19. Over 300 people attended the Otipoti Festival for Trans Rights and Liberation on Saturday, in response to an event organised by the controversial group Speak Up for Women, who have been called anti-trans and a hate group by critics. Radio 1 understands that approximately 30 people were in attendance at the Speak Up for Women event. Attendees described it as a very affirming event, with big whānau energy, lots of young kids and pets in attendance, and shared kai. Scott Barber Evans organised the event and said that they were so pleased with the number of people that came along to the festival. They criticised Speak Up for Women's campaign against the Births, Deaths, Marriages and Relationships Registration Bill, saying that Speak Up for Women's campaign would make life more dangerous for trans, intersex and non-binary people. This organisation, Speak Up for Women, has, has a long-standing history of fighting against transgender rights. And their talk today, Say No to Self-ID, that's, that's actively campaigning against our rights. That's not going to change anything for women. It's not going to make life any more dangerous for women, but it is going to make life a hell of a lot more dangerous for us, for trans folk around the country. Member of Parliament for Taidi, Ingrid Leary, attended the festival, telling Radio 1 she was there in her capacity as a Labour Party Member of Parliament, standing in solidarity with our trans community. Um, I'm representing Labour values, which is that trans rights and human rights. She acknowledged Speak Up for Women's right to free speech, but said that their views were outdated. And it is 2021 and I thought that the uh, conversation might have moved on by now. The University of Canterbury has put out a warning to anyone purchasing white bait to know what they're buying after 20 kilograms of white bait frozen in ethanol went missing from one of their research labs. The white bait frozen in ethanol has been thawed and refrozen on multiple occasions to be used for research purposes. As well as ruining the texture of the white bait, this poses a significant health hazard if ingested. University of Canterbury Executive Director of People, Culture and Campus, Paul O'Flaherty, said that the university was concerned that anyone who ate the whitebait could become ill and that the university encouraged the person who took the whitebait to discard it immediately. That was the news here on Radio 1. Now, the weather. The Radio 1 91FM weather. A cloudy day for Dunedin today, with temperatures peaking at 12 degrees before dropping to 9 degrees tonight. Rain on and off throughout today, so don't forget your umbrella. That was the weather, here on Radio 1 Te Reo Irirangi, Kotahi 91FM. The R1 News, weekdays at 12, 2 and 5, or catch up on our podcast page. 